0: welcome into another way to work podcast everybody how we all doing today it's your boy sean kelly in the 2010 toyota highlander we're ready to go it's july 28th let's get driving What is going on everybody? It's your boy on the way to work podcast. Sean Kelly here. Back at it. want to start off the pod today by uh, just addressing the elephant in the room. I've uh, been inconsistent with the pods. Been hella busy. Been traveling. I don't even have a boom arm. They're out of stock. All right, they're out of stock. The boom arms are out of stock. The ones that fit with this microphone, mine broke. The other ones are out of stock. Now I'm just holding it like a degenerate. It's absolutely horrible. All right, I got my, you know, glove in the back. I got my softball glove in the back. And uh, I have no idea what I'm doing. I've got a towel. I've been trying to go to the gym in the morning. It's, it's been better. It's, it's been better, but uh, I've only done it like three times because the other half of the times that I've tried to go... I've been too tired, and then I don't wake up, and then I say I'm gonna go later in the day, and then I don't. And this is why your boy doesn't look absolutely yoked coming in the August. Disappointingly enough, uh, but yeah, now it's, it's it's been the traveling. It's been the um, it's been the fact that I don't have a boom pole. Been, I was trying to get one last week, couldn't get one. I was like, all right, I'll just delay the pot a week uh, so I can get the right setup, and then we can get back and into it. But no, unfortunately, that has not been the case. And so now we're just holding it again because I didn't want to go two weeks with no pod. All right. I want I, I need to discuss things. All right. I want to keep everybody updated. Okay. My loyal seven listeners. All right. You got to, you got to keep them in the mix. You got to keep them excited, keep them happy. And <laughs> absolutely correct. But a lot has been going on. A lot has been going on uh, recently, you know, in my life, traveling a lot. Went to the Dirty Jurors for 10 days at the beginning of the month. Um, had a couple pods coming in that way, he split up a couple pods, so, so some some stuff while I was away in Jersey, but um, other than that, when I got back, I went right to San Francisco. Um, what a city. That's an interesting city, expensive city. More expensive than L.A., Do not know that. Um, didn't think that there was a city more expensive than like in L.A. or in New York. Um, it exists. Uh, it's up in the Bay Area. It's called San Francisco. Um, yeah. Um, now, obviously, if you you know are a Zillow uh, zine like me, um, you do look up a lot of prices and stuff. I mean, you just get a lot more square space for a little bit more money. So you're paying a little bit more money to live in San Francisco, but you do get a lot more space other than the shoebox that are out here. Now, the food, ridiculous. The drinks, ridiculous. You basically have to like give up a kidney to spend like a week there. It's, it's absolutely insane. I had a good time though, never been in the city, went with my mom, it was her birthday. Uh, shout out Lisa, the greatest human being on the planet, wanted to take her up to Napa Valley for some wine tasting, she always wanted to do that. So she was like, I'll fly in, and I was like, I'll take you up there, and then we went up there, had a little, uh, little fun wine day up in the Napa Valley, uh, felt uh, real bougie, too many wineries up there, don't know how they survive, we were talking about that. I don't get it. There's so many wi- like there's so many wineries. Now I know with bars, people just pick their specific bars, so a lot of bars just stay in business because they can just get those loyal fan base. And I guess that's the same with wine. They have like wine clubs and they pay monthly to get all this wine. I don't know, but there's so many wineries out there in the Napa and Sonoma valleys. I can't even I can't even understand. I can't even keep track of it. It's it's wild. We had a day of fucking up there. It was crazy. I was sitting there. I was like, damn king. Alright, drinking my wine. I don't even drink wine. So like, I was drinking it and they were like, is this good? And I was like, mmm, this is scrum shows. Like, fantastic. Thank you, Reginald. Like, like you know, I had no idea. People, the people like next to me, like, I'm really getting some notes of uh, hibiscus here combined with the cherry that you had already previously uh, discussed when you first uh, previewed us the wines. I'd be like, um, I don't know. I taste dry it tastes dry this is what the Cabernet Sauvignon is supposed to taste like I guess it's good I would say good after everything just solely because of the fact that I had no idea whether it was good or not and I didn't want to say I know and act like a complete idiot so I just sat there I was like yeah yeah fantastic yeah thank you thank you everybody's soft spoken everybody's just like cruising out there makes you tired Going to drink wine is th- that's a fucking event all right you, you go and drink, like, beer or whatever. You have a couple beers. have a couple cocktails. You're all good to go, right? Wine, like, takes it out of you. Like, I felt more tired after drinking, like, three glasses of wine than running a mile. It, it, it's that crazy. Like, I can't believe that. Like, I we get done, like, the second. Went to, like, a couple. Went to, like, two, three wineries. And we're, like, after the second one, I'm just like, I'm tired. It's three in the afternoon. I've never experienced this before. I thought I'd just get in, and then boom, what are we doing the rest of the day? No, the rest of the day is get the fuck to bed. Oh my God, I was so freaking tired. But great city, beautiful city. Um, Went to Alcatraz. Love that. Love the hills of San Francisco. It was a cool trip. Walked to Golden Gate Bridge. Did it all. Did all that touristy shit. It was fun as hell. It was fun as hell. But, um... No, now I'm back here way to work podcast we're getting ready uh, we're getting ready for some training camp we're getting ready for the NFL season gonna be lots of exciting stuff um coming for showing out here at the NFL so um we're loving that and we're on our way there right now starting to preview some things starting to get some things ready to go cannot wait alright been doing a lot um my window's fucked yeah that's right I've been doing a lot with my fucked window um So my window fell off the track of my driver's side door. So um, I can't move it. So I put it down the other day. It broke off the rail, fell off the rail, and then I couldn't get it up all day. So I'd leave my window down all day. Thank the Lord, I have a safe garage where I park my car. It's very nice. I'm very grateful for it. And because I do... Um, I was okay leaving it down. And so then after work, I spent like the next, like, I don't know. I think 45 minutes after work, like, like just pleading with, with my car window, like my driver's side window, just go up, just go up. I would like have to manually like jank it and push it all the way down. I then like sit there. All right. Praying to the window gods, to the window gods and being like, please, please, Lord, please, please just go up. And I would like hit like the button like one little little hit at a time, like beep, 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 and it would go up like an inch at a time. And then I would have to like move it into the right spot and keep it steady the whole time. And then finally, after like six tries and like thirty minutes, I got it all the way to the top and it's locked in. Cause I live in West Hollywood. You think I can just keep my window down? Hell no. That can't happen. Can't do it. So uh, I had to spend like thirty to forty-five minutes doing that. And now the window's up and, and The window's not coming down because your boy does not have the money to fix his window. Um, So we're just going to keep it closed. Winter's coming. It'll be good for the heat. Um, In the months that come before that, uh, where it's hot as absolute hell, guess we just sweating. It'll suck. But no, I, I, I literally have to plead with the window gods. I'm like, please. I don't even care if it's on the track. As long as it just goes up, it can be janky. I looked like such an idiot for like 30 minutes last night. Like outside my apartment complex. Just like pushing and pulling and tugging on an entire window. Trying to get it up. Yelling, screaming, pleading. I was defeated. I was at my lowest. I was at my lowest last night in West Hollywood at 10 p.m. But we back. And this window is closed. And we are ready to fucking go, bitches. That's right. That's right. Another thing... That I saw uh, in the news. I saw this in the news the other day about the fact that um, Goodwill is getting rid of the Chaco Taco. That's disappointing. Chaco Taco, always a favorite. Um, never, never something I went out of my way for. If it was there and it was the best thing on the menu, I'd be like, all right, give me a Chaco Taco. But it's never what I went out of my way for. Um, the greatest of all time though, the greatest dessert bar, the greatest like dessert slash dessert bar that you'll get from like a truck or, or a stand or something like that is obviously undisputed the Toll House Chip Witch cookie. And I was talking to some friends about this the other day. Um, we all unanimously agreed, which is something me and most people do not normally do. I am known for my hot takes, but the greatest dessert, dessert bar in honor of the Choco Taco um, bringing up dessert bars, the greatest Dessert bar slash dessert all time is the Toll House Chip Witch Cookie. It is undisputed. It is amazing. Let's break it the fuck down. First off, the cookie is fantastic. The cookie alone could sell. All right. I would buy that shit in packs. I would fund their entire operation if they made the Toll House Chip Witch Cookies in normal cookies. And you're saying, yes, Sean, they do. You just get the cookie dough and then make the cookies. Fuck no. I want it peeled from the ice cream packaged and sent to me. I want it still soggy. That's how I know it's good. Two, the ice cream is fantastic. It's great vanilla ice cream. It's thick, it's firm, and it makes you excited on levels that I cannot even begin to fathom. And three, the fucking chocolate chips. I don't know what factory they're getting them from. And I don't know if it's the way that they arrange them or the way that they just are. They are fucking fantastic and complete the trifecta of greatness that is the Toll House chip Witch cookie. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. That's what, I'm just ranking shit. That's just what I do on this show. I just rank shit all day, every day. All my hot takes. I don't even know if that's a hot take. A lot of people like a few different certain things. Like a lot of people be like, I like the the SpongeBob with the eyeballs, uh, any, like, character-flavored fruit thing. If you... By the way, if you get fruit, something from, like, uh, an ice cream... Sh- you're, you're fucking... Disg- you're wrong. What are you doing in your life? Just go eat a fucking pineapple. Don't ruin ice cream with fruit. That's what I That's what I strictly believe. Like, I wouldn't get, like, like a fruit popsicle or something or one of those uh, things there. Like, I would get, like, the fucking American uh, like, I don't know what they're called, the ice counter kind of pops things, but not the fruit one, don't get the fucking fruit one, just get a red, a blue, a red, a green, or whatever it is, like, don't, I, I'm really fucking this up, um, and my point is invalid, but my point really is the fact that the Toll House Chip Witch Cookie is fucking fantastic, but if you get all that other shit, um, you know, just get the, uh, Choco Taco, what was a favorite now, it's gone. Um, the Klondike bar itself was really good. I never really understood the slogan of Klondike. Like, it was like, what would you do for a Klondike bar? And people would come in and do the most like PG-rated things for TV because they would do all the commercials. They'd be like, mm, what would I do with a Klondike bar? Oh, I don't know. I would leave work early. Like, oh, fucking shit, Bob. That's a real dedication to some ice cream that you'd leave work early. I'd leave work early just to leave work early. <laughs> Not a valid excuse, Bob. Is Bob working remote? Can he leave and say he's just taking a break and then he goes to Klondike Bar? I don't fucking know. I want some real ass excuses to have to leave for a clown. Like, what would you do for a Klondike bar? Like, I want some real ass excuses for what you would do to a Klondike bar. Like, I want someone to come on the TV and be like, hey, yo, I fucking love Klondike bars so much, I'd chop my goddamn hand off for a Klondike bar. And I'd hold it in the left, and I would cauterize the right. Like, that's what I want, all right? I want something like, yeah, I would commit tax fraud for a Klondike bar. That's right. I would sacrifice my entire future just to get the sweet release of that fucking ice cream and crunch. That's what I want. I want someone to roll up and say that. Uh, you know, I want someone to say, I would leave my entire family of four just to get a fucking taste of that fucking Klondike bar. Oh my God. And you would say, is that worth it? And I'd be like, maybe not at first, but I'm sitting there, all right, and I get the crunch of chocolate and ice cream all in the same taste. I'm going to sit there and tell myself, yeah, it's worth it. Fucking Klondike bars, your boy out here advocating. In other news, I started to take the highway to work. Um, I never took the ten west, the ten e, the ten west, well, ten west. I never took the ten west to the four or five south because I always thought, oh, oh, it's just more traffic. There's just more cars on this road. Turns out, it really only saves two minutes. And you would think, oh, it saves two minutes to go the other way. Just go the other way. There's the two minutes, but you take a gamble going on the highway because with the highway, there's opportunities to bob and weave. And when you could bob and weave, you could save more than those two minutes. And frequently, I've been actually getting to work a lot faster uh, going on the 10 west to the four or five south than I am just going straight down Los Angeles Boulevard. So now we're highway, uh, we're highway guy again. We weren't for a while, we were never going on, and now we are fucking back, baby. All right, about to hit the 4 or 5 south, about to hit the second part of our journey day here on the Way to Work podcast. That's right, people. What is going the fuck on? It's your boy Sean Kelly out here on the 10 West Highway. Let's get that fucking money. That's right. I uh, I went to a really good uh, comedy show this week, um, Laugh Factory, um, on Tuesday, yeah. Laugh Factory on Tuesday, so two days ago. It was great. It was a 10 p.m. show. It was a late show. I got tickets. Um, very nice. I got guests listed to come in. I come in, I sit down. There's a fire lineup. Um, you know, I saw Leslie Jones on a pop in. Craig Robinson was there. Um, and a couple other people that were a little bit more low key that I haven't seen, which were really, really good. Everybody on this lineup was fantastic. Uh, but the main act was Craig Robinson. And I had seen Craig two times um, before this previously. He was at one of the first shows I ever went to in LA, uh, a jam in the van in West LA. It was fantastic. And then I saw him at, uh, what was it, the Improv, I saw him at the Improv too, a couple months ago. So he's at this lineup. I don't go out of my out of my way to see him. By the way, sidebar, what the fuck is up with people on this goddamn road? If you're gonna go, go, stop jerking me off. I cannot stand. This is why this is a quick sidebar. I'm gonna get back to Craig Robinson. But this is my fucking quick sidebar. Alright. People on the road, alright, when you're sitting there and you're trying to pass them to, to change the lane to maybe go to an exit or you have to change the lane to get more to the right or more to the left. And they're sitting there and they see you with your blanker on. And they're just matching your speed. They're just mashing your speeds. You can't move over with the other side you want to move over. Like, get a fucking set of eyes. Look over. If you see my blinker, you either decide to be a fucking badass evil evil, and speed the fuck up and move forward, or you retreat a little bit. It's called common courtesy. It's called learning how to drive. Oh my God, I can't stand people. Back to the podcast. Anyways, Craig Robinson. So he's there. The night goes really great. A lot of great comedians, I mean, on this. It was fantastic. Line up. Um, we get to the end of the night. It's 11.50. No, sorry, sorry. It's 11.40. And you're thinking, oh, Craig Robinson's going to come on. He's going to do like 20 minutes. Um, this thing's going to end at 12. It's going to be a tight two-hour show. Fantastic. Good times. Uh, we love it. I was ready for that. Now, I had to get up yesterday early coming to do... Uh, some of the Around the NFL podcast, a fantastic podcast. Check it out on, on uh, wherever you get podcasts Apple, Apple, Spotify, you know how it is, Geico.com. That's right, people. Um, come and get your uh, Around the NFL. But, anyways, I'm going to, so I had to come and do that early, but I was like, whatever, sleep, I'll sleep when I die. Um, so we're sitting in there and I'm, I'm listening. Now Craig does a really good job with the musical act. Um, he comes in what he'll do is he'll infuse his comedy with the playing of piano he's a very skilled a very experienced piano player and he'll come in and he'll do the whole show kind of to lyrics he'll play a lot of songs that he really likes um it's almost a karaoke sing-along craig robinson is a huge karaoke fan just himself um if you've never seen any of, the, of his stuff on brooklyn 99 when he guest, uh, guest stars on brooklyn 99 they're basically doing karaoke every episode because he loves it um so he'll go in, and he'll sing the songs, um, he'll make jokes in and around the songs. It's a really fucking great time. And so we're sitting there. It's 11.40. 12 o'clock's coming up. I'm like, oh, this will be great. He's about to wrap it up. Doesn't wrap it up. Comes in 12.15, doesn't wrap it up. 1230, still going. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, how long is this fucking guy going to go? We're gonna come up on a three-hour show right now. Show started at 10, it was about to even want. 12.45 rolls around. All right. A buddy of mine who uh, got me guest on the show. He's performing in the show, Vinny line. Good guy. Comes out. Says hi. We talk for a minute. Me, him, and his very nice girlfriend. We all talk. We have a great time, right? And um, I'm like, how long is he going to go? And they're like, I don't know. We got to go, though. So it's 1 a.m. Justifiably, they leave. I'm like, all right. I'll watch it for like maybe the next five minutes he's on. How about fuck that? How about this motherfucker stays till 2 a.m.? Four out. Guy does a straight up. sits on that stage, and I'm, I clocked it at 11 to 40. If you had 20 minutes to two hours and 20 minutes, and two hours and 20 minutes up there on the stage of the live factory, it's absolutely fucking buck wild. All right. He's sitting there. He's just taking requests from the audience, and he's just playing song after song after song, making like conversation, and then doesn't really do much. But um, in the talking space, kind of until the end, because what would happen is the show's 11 so after 12 people just started slowly filtering out and we were playing like this weird unspoken game of fucking Survivor like every single time someone would leave he'd be like yeah have a nice night bum 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 and then like go keep on back to the music it was like you have been voted off the island you are too fucking weak and you would just see people filter filter and filter out it was a huge show a lot of people were there it was packed it was sold out and I think there had to have been 150 150 200, 200 people there I was like, That's probably a lot. I would say definitely 100. So there was like at least 100 people there. And slowly but surely, over the course of two hours and 20 minutes, it gets down to about 15 people. Me being one of those 15 people. and then what you do is you people would like slowly migrate towards the front. And so at 1:30 a.m, it became this like private concert that Craig Robinson was doing at the Laugh Factory and it was so intimate that you could just basically have a conversation with him while he was up on stage. Like he was just asked he asked this one bitch about olives. Like he was like, I'm about to get this Greek salad right now. He's Uber eating a Greek salad on stage at 1.20 a.m. And he's like, I got to get it, make sure I get my olives. This one girl's like, I fucking hate olives. And he's like, what? And then they went about olives for like five minutes. Like it was like, it was fucking hilarious. But he's doing songs, right? So here we are. Let me set the scene for you. It's me, at the Laugh Factory. Craig Robinson has gone over his time, probably by an hour and a half. He's sitting there just playing request songs at this point on a piano, all right? So he starts going in. He starts doing Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby. So he's like bum 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 bum. Yeah, copyright out here on the way to our podcast. Bum 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 bum. Bum 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 right? And he's doing that. And then so he starts like launching into the song. And so of course, I'm singing it because I'm white. And, you know, I'm getting into it. I'm going into the verse. I'm like, Him at the stage and work a mic like a vandal. Like, I'm going in, right? And then finally, I'm going in like so hard. And I was like the only person that had known how to sing all the lyrics. So before you know it, everybody's silent and is looking at me as I'm belting out the lyrics to Vanilla Ice's Ice Ice Baby. Craig Robinson on the keys. It's 1.45 a.m. out here in the fucking Laugh Factory. And I'm like, this is the whitest thing ever. I dive right into it. You know, I'm like, light of the stage, Look, like I'm like, like I can't do dance, right? And, and, then, and then everybody's like flipping out, and they're like, oh, shit. And I don't even think I could say the lyrics to you now. I was just like in the fucking moment. And I probably just butchered them right there, but oh, my God. That fucking story, man. And I'm sitting there. That's me. So that was me just, uh, you know, singing Vanilla Ice with Craig Robinson at uh, what? One, yeah, 130, 145 at the Laugh Factory fucking crazy. Got a cool picture with him at 2 a.m. He just stuck around. He was a cool-ass dude. We had a fucking... That was it. And, like, he was putting on all the heads, and he was singing all these heads. Now, I was, like, going into, like, a bunch of those songs, but they were, like, the whitest songs that I knew every lyrics. Like, I need to, like, up my game of, like, knowing music. Like, I think I only know the lyrics to three songs. No, four songs. I know the lyrics, full lyrics to, like, four songs. And that is one... Um, no, actually three songs. I did not know him all of Vanilla Ice, uh, Ice Baby. I just knew that fucking one line of, of shit. And then, so, it acted like I knew it, but I really didn't. Um, so, right after that song, actually, uh, he finishes Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby, launches right into Eminem, Lose It, which I don't know the lyrics for... Lose Yourself. I don't know the lyrics for that. I know the song, but I was still trying to recognize it. It was late. It was like one... Four. I was so fucking tired. And I'm trying to recognize this song and everybody's looking at me because they're like, oh, we're going to go from one really white song to another really white rap song. You should know the lyrics. And they all look at me and I like, I fucking froze and everybody laughed it off. But I was there just like, oh, you didn't know. Fucking, um, lose yourself. I And I'm like, so sorry. I'm not up on my white rapper mentality. Even I do love Eminem. He's great. He's one of us. Um, you know, we, we, we got to take one because rap is predominantly, um, uh, championed uh, by black artists, which is fantastic because they're all amazing. Um, but white people have like potato salad and Eminem. Like that's what we got. So, um, but yeah, no. So we so we were doing that, and I and it was I was singing all the ones that I shared. Like I only know the lyrics to three songs. I literally only know um, the full lyrics to "Dick in a Box" by The Lonely Island, which I grew up on. Fucking great song. Um, that song the charlie daniels band devil went down to georgia which is a fucking banger if you haven't listened to it by the way um and finally coming in i know all the lyrics to seal's 1999 hit kiss from a rose other than that i don't know any other songs so he did all three of those songs and I sang the lyrics to all three of When the Charlie, oh my god, when Devil Went Down to Georgia came on, and he was singing it. I was the only other person in the fucking audience. This is when it was still packed. It was like 100 people there. I was singing it, like belting it. And I was like, yeah, because I fucking love that song. And nobody else knew it. I got a lot of looks. Who cares? I'm going on Arbor Vitae now. We fucking back on Arbor Vitae. That's right, motherfuckers. We back. All right, because I'm taking the highway now. Sometimes I take the Manchester. Boulevard exit down here, but sometimes I'm back on the Arborvitae today. I'm on the Arbor Vitae because I got too much on a tangent with this story, so I missed my Manchester exit. Not that it matters. Um, yeah, like anybody on this podcast fucking cares about Inglewood, California exits. But guess what? You're gonna start, because that's my job. That's right. You guys know what's up. We're getting to the final stretch of the podcast today. All right, and you know what that means. It's the sponsors. It's time for the sponsors. That's right, people. Your favorite part of the podcast, the Way to Work podcast, is brought to you by absolutely nobody. That's right, because we don't have the money or the companies to give us a sponsorship, maybe one day, maybe one day. The Way to Work podcast also brought to you by the Toll House Chip, which that fucking shit slaps. It's a banger. The combination of great cookie, chocolate chip, and ice cream are fantastic. All right? And we love it every single friggin' day. Also, posthumous shout-out to the Choco Taco. Never thought I would have to posthumously have a sponsor on the Wetterberg Podcast, but rest in peace in memoriam, the fucking Choco Taco. It was legendary. Thanks. uh, Appreciate all the good times. And, um... We're gonna we're gonna pour one out for you, in the ice cream truck, the next time I go, I'll be like, hey, give me a Toll House chipwich. But, I really, really wanted a Chaco taco. Yeah, like that's gonna be it. Um. There, it's sponsored by that. The way podcast is also sponsored by Really White Music. Thanks for keeping me alive in the Craig Robinson set at the Laugh Factory this Tuesday. If it wasn't for you, Charlie Daniels vanilla ice and, you know, seal, I uh, wouldn't have been able to keep up in the karaoke ventures of the night. And finally, another sponsor of the Way Over podcast, people who drive correctly. We've had this sponsor before, but they're fucking back. Shout out to the people that when you're driving and someone else is trying to change lanes into your lane, you either speed up or slow down. Because that is the courteous thing to do to keep the flow up. Don't just maintain the speed of your fellow driver because then they can't move and keep their blinking all looking like an idiot. Which in retrospect makes you look like an idiot. And that's your sponsors for today's Way to Work podcast. Maybe one day they will sponsor me, give me money. I will give shout outs to Toll House all fucking day. I love Toll House. I give up a fucking kidney for that chip, which that's right. We're giving kidneys all over the fucking place today, people. That's right. Thank you for tuning in to another way to work podcast. We fucking back. We going to be consistent. That's right, people. I'm going to be back next Thursday, legitimately next Thursday. And we're getting the track back as we get back into the season. Keep it real, guys. Keep it fun. And as always, you know how we do it. Keep driving.